Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. When you catch yourself being edgy, whether it's someone who just cut you off randomly in traffic or someone who's actually part of your life, feel what that's like in yourself. The Buddha said, uh, when you throw a hot coal at someone, it is you yourself who first gets burned. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. As we wrap up this four-part series, we also reach the end of my online course, Accountability, Metrics, Money, and Shame, which is free for Clear and Open members. But unlike most classes you've probably taken, this isn't where your work on accountability, metrics, money, or shame ends. At least, I hope it isn't. The choice is up to you. Today, I have an assignment that will help you take this course forward into your life. And it's the most important assignment from the entire course. And I want to share it with you. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks very much for listening. Let's start the show. So now in our final 10 minutes, I want to hear from you guys. How are you going to take this course forward? How are you going to apply what you've learned? And I'll give you a peek into your assignment. Your assignment is going to be two things. One that sounds like it's all about serving Joseph, but it's really only partly that. It's a win-win where I want to invite you to write a testimonial for the course, a kind of impact statement. And I may or may not use it, but I think this is a really useful thing to do in any kind of learning endeavor, whether you just read a book or did a course or whatever, but to reflect and really consider, what did I get from this? And if you didn't get anything, well, then I definitely want to know that. But I won't be using it as a testimonial. <laughs> I would want to know that too. What really was the impact? Take 5, 10 minutes. Don't just think about me and my marketing and stuff. Really think about what did you get from this? And then the next step after that is how can you make sure you keep getting something from it? What's the next step? What's the implementation of this? Is it completing a metrics dashboard? Is it finding a therapist who specializes in unraveling shame? Is it parenting or managing people in such a way where you're triggering their shame a whole lot less? Is it using the accountability path because you discovered there's been a step you've been skipping? Whatever that is. And if any of you want to share anything about that now or have any questions or digestions, we'll do that now. I had an experience two days ago where I don't know how close I came to running over a child in a stroller. Whoa. Because I never saw the child in the stroller and I, and I didn't see anybody until the parents started banging on my window on the right side of my van. Whoa. I was preparing to pull out into traffic and uh, 
decided to stop and not, but I started to move forward and then didn't. And then the next thing I know that these parents are banging on my window and yelling at me for, so you almost hit my kid. Whoa. So I was pretty shaken by the whole thing. Um, the, the encounter lasted maybe two minutes because at one point I got out of the truck when they, as they came around behind me and went to the, to the driver's side. I came out to try to express my sadness and um, regret for what I did and to validate their anger at me. But as I began driving home, I realized that life has been giving me these indications that I'm, that I'm, that I'm not in reality about my driving. Uh-huh. And this is just the most recent and the most egregious and the most scary one that I so what helped me process it was that some of the tools that you've been teaching. Cool. I think it might have I can't remember the exact details, but I know early on it was this is something I need to be curious about. Why do I continue to 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 drive in a way that is dangerous and risky, even though I've been getting messages from life that I'm doing this and, and I might, might hurt somebody or myself. I might kill somebody. And then I started kind of morphing into the sort of the issue techniques. Mm-hmm. I haven't used very often, but I kind of knew what it was about. So, and I realized that, that this is, I can't ignore this any longer because the indications are that I might be on the verge of, of killing somebody or so that I can't just, ignore it anymore. It's something I have to deal with. Mm. Um, So I I did, I spent a lot of time while I was driving back to my office and later that evening and thinking about, well, why do I do this? What is it that's going on? How do I do that is another question you ask. And I I came to, some of what I came to is that I'm often in a hurry. Why am I often in a hurry? I'm in a hurry because I like to squeeze as much productivity as I can out of my time. Mm-hmm. Other times, of course, I, I wantonly waste my time, but there are times when I want to squeeze productivity out. Usually those two go together. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and and there's, there's a part of me that's proud of that, that the ability to squeeze uh-huh. productivity out of time. Mm-hmm. So I realize that there are certain things that I like about myself and I, that I want to do when I get satisfaction out of that that are not serving me well. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there are certain things about my life that have to radically change and I have to be willing to give those things up. Mm-hmm. And that it has to be something that, it, that doesn't just go on for five minutes or 10 minutes because I'm feeling guilty because I, I pull out in front of somebody or cut somebody off. This is a whole different thing. And, um, yeah. But I think I just the, the tools that you and the way of thinking that you have been teaching are... Uh, really came to mind and were very useful for me. I'm so glad you were able to open the aperture of your being to the mm-hmm. teacher that life is. Yes. More than you otherwise would have. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. If that's one of your takeaways from this course, if that's the only takeaway from this course that you got, I would be overjoyed. And yeah. technically, it's a takeaway from a previous course, but anyway. <laughs> It all, it all applies because it's all part I'm of I'm only story. ever teaching one thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think piggybacking on what Peter said, you know, the, the increased, uh, 
I think I would really have to write everything down, but I think what I got from this course is that the increased desire uh, for clarity is, is a big one and using metrics to get there to actually make very good decisions and hopefully good decisions, um, logical, smart decisions, in, in, informed decisions. Yeah, and that the whole shame thing, I've, I've really got to look at that I just ran into a discussion with my my daughter last night, my oldest daughter, that, I mean, she was kind of upset with me. And I was only speaking the truth, but I think it's my my way. You know, I, I need to be a little more gentle in my words. And, and so I really started to look at that and how I can I can shame. Uh, employees without even knowing it, without even yeah. realizing and, and I have heard from a couple of my managers, well, I'm just stupid or I just suck sometimes. And those things are just not good. And yeah. so tying everything in and just searching, searching for more, where am I, where am I believing my own bullshit? Mm-hmm. And the decision to close that store was related to metrics and shame, right? Because you were free of the uh, shame of failure and that being the first store you opened, the first big decision you made, and you were able to look at it objectively. That happened during this course. That happened. And, and yeah, just being able to look at it object- objectively. And yeah, there was a little shame. There was a little um, failure. You know, I'm a failure. The first real thing I did once I... Once I purchased, or once I, yeah, once I, I purchased this business, I failed at. <laughs> you know, I could go there really quickly. Although I, you know, I've done so many other things with the company, but mm-hmm. you know, I can fo- I tend to focus on that stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 all about seeking the the clarity and the truth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it just feels right. It feels good. You know, for you, I just want to edit that to. Um, letting in the reality and the truth because you're for where the stage you're at, we want the seeker in you to start to relax. Other people would need more seeker, but for you, access to the access to the truth will come by relaxing your seeker. Yes, that even feels better. Yes. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. It's already there, right? Just when you feel that seeker in you, ask it, what is it that you're looking for and where do you think it is other than right here? Right, right. And that will you'll fall back into yourself that way and you'll find it's a lot easier. Right. Yeah, thanks, Kurt. <sighs> Feeling the exhale of the completion of the course. There's a kind of some part of me feels like I'm always holding my breath during these things in a reasonable way. There's a container I'm holding for these things. So hearing what you guys have gotten from it is really nice for me. We can. I don't have. I don't have everyone to go. We, anybody has to go. I know we're at time, but we can hang out a little longer. Was there a part two to the assignment, or did you already say it? The impact statement slash testimonial and a plan for how you're going to implement this into your life in a deeper way. Angel, Ethan, anything from you guys before we close? At the start of the course, I was uh, in one place. I'm. I'm in another place. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, a better one, real one, anyway. <laughs> I love I, the way uh, you talk, Angel. You're, it's like everything you say is poetry to me. 
you know, the thing is that I, uh, I'm really, I really, uh, talking about believing your own bullshit. I, I, I'm really struggling. I see how much I'm struggling with this thing of like driving my point. So I'm really trying to try at being completely objective, like sincerely objective. I think my biggest problem all these, like these months is there's, because I have a narrative I'm driving, then it's this thing that I'm talking to you and I'm not getting through because whatever you're saying to me, I'm treating you like you're a schmuck. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm really trying to work at this. It's it's very difficult. I didn't realize how much of that I drive. Mm-hmm. I need to get my point across. Yeah, more so than the, what the hell I'm saying. You yeah. know, I see it now. I just got to figure out what I how to what well, I'm do it. You, you, you and Kurt are both um, in uh, the Buddhist uh, personality typing system, um, which is probably the oldest one that I know, uh, are what are called aversive types. And I'm one of those two. And the challenge you have is you see truth in a way that most people don't. And you think it should be obvious to them. So there's this subtle way where you make people feel wrong without even realizing it. Because it's coming from a place like, there's this parenthetical, you idiot, can't you see that? And then you say the thing, but they feel the you idiot part. And the I, I empathize with you guys because it's one I've worked with as well. And um, there's a lot of different angles on it, but one of the best ways I know to work at it is to... When, when you see it, you feel what you're doing to yourself with that energy. Forget about them. They don't like it, sure. But going down the route of wanting to be nicer, caretaking them, or you know, wanting to create harmony, that's not going to appeal to the aversive mind. What will appeal to the aversive mind is when you catch yourself being edgy, whether it's someone who just cut you off randomly in traffic or someone who's actually part of your life, feel what that's like in yourself. The Buddha said, uh, when you throw a hot coal at someone, it is you yourself who first gets burned. But it's not enough just to know that. Actually slow down your experience and feel that. Like, wow, I'm hating this driver in front of me right now. And get that that's a completely optional experience. And your mind may argue, well, they did this and that, and they deserve to have me be angry at them. Okay, fine. Maybe they do. But how is your life right now? You enjoying that? And if you feel that experience enough times, you'll prove to the aversive mind that it's not worth it. I think it's the same feeling. You're right. As in, I can't believe we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> you know? Yes, that. I can't believe I have to break. You do. How do you, how do you know it's necessary for you to explain this to this yeah. person? Because you do. That's how you know. It's like coated in a grain of rage. You know, like it's coated yes. in... Oh, right. Uh, 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 yeah. And... And yeah, and so it's it's difficult until you realize it's actually not difficult. And um, and it's all things that you think shouldn't be happening. Yes, right, because you know, of course, what how reality should be in this moment. 
And it's easy to say right now, by the way. <laughs> we'll have a conversation in two hours. And it's like... <laughs> it's just practice. And you will fail. And just when you fail at it, just don't go into a shame loop. It's practice. You will... If you fail 10 times in a day and succeed once, you've made progress. Just keep at it because eventually... Actually, we'll, we'll give up. If you were to put that into stride as an exercise, what would I, how would I phrase that in stride? Like, okay, I want to do that. You want to stop judging. Stop, stop judging. judging. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's one way of talking about it. Stop judging. Um, stop being righteous. <laughs> However, it shows up for you. Oh, yeah. Arrogance, stop making people feel wrong, shaming people. There's lots of different pieces of it. Meet people where they are. It's better to think of it in terms of uh, what the, the positive is rather than the negative because you can't do a don't. Another door in, another way to frame this is to realize that on one level, that person you're talking to is you. <laughs> because whatever they're doing, you, you either do some version of it right now or you used to. And that's a great way to find compassion. Even in the most general sense, okay, they think they're good at something and they're not. Has that ever been true for you? Probably is right now, right? So see, take a moment and realize they're just like you. Now, how do you want to be spoken to? Treat them that way. That's the golden rule, right? But I can just tell you for me, the, the biggest leg up I had on this was realizing what I was doing to myself, really feeling it. And without needing to change it, that's the key thing. It's like, okay, I'm angry at this driver. I'm not going to change it. I'm just going to feel what's it like to be hating this person I don't know at all. Really feel it. Don't just become it. Be there watching it. Okay, what's happening? Well, my jaw is tight. I'm angry. I'm not listening to the music I was listening to anymore. I've completely forgotten I'm in one of the most beautiful places on earth. And I got a knot in my chest. Yeah, exactly. And then just be with that. Don't try to change it. That's important. Don't try to change it. Just be with that. Feel it. It'll change on its own if you really realize, just like you know, if you put a, you know, a flame under your hand, you don't have to think like, well, at a certain point, and you're going to pull your hand away when it starts to really hurt. So feel how much you're hurting yourself. It'll move. You make it a kind of meditation. Oh, look at that. Here's that hate again. Here's that judgment. Here's that I know. I know exactly how this traffic pattern should be right now. I am the general manager of the universe. I am God. I know exactly how things should be. Great. How's that working for you, that belief? Isn't it hard work being general manager of the universe? You may be right. Let's say you're right. Are you enjoying the job? Just think of that GM of the universe as being a part of you and just be like his counselor. And every chance you get, just be like, so how's that job going that nobody gave you that you decided was yours? Are you enjoying it? <laughs> Invite him into wonder. It's hilarious, right? Because he, he knows exactly how people should be, what they should know, how they should do. He knows it all. Oh, there you are, Judgy McJudgerson. Yeah, exactly. Hate, you can be like, hey, I agree. I would have preferred that not to happen too. But here we are. What do, what do we want to do now? Do you want to hate your way through it? Or do you want to wonder your way through it? 
And if you can catch yourself doing that even just once a day, it'll start to change. All right, you guys. So that concludes accountability metrics, money, and shame. Stay tuned for what happens next. I currently have no idea and I'm really fine with that. And uh, (laughs) in a few more showers, it'll probably come to me. And uh, thanks for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Aloha. Bye. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.